Hi, welcome to Quarantined in Kentuckiana, a podcast about uh, those of us living in that little sliver of northern Kentucky and southern Indiana and how we're dealing with the uh, 2020 pandemic and the social restrictions placed upon us. I'm your host, Jesse Rass, and uh, today's episode is going to be a little different than normal. Uh, today we talked to Aaron in Georgetown, and Aaron was uh, tested positive for COVID-19. She has uh, been going through quite a bit and is on the recovery. So this episode is going to sound just a little bit different. There's going to be a little bit more emphasis on what she's kind of gone through versus life before and things like that. You know, my uh, my goal in doing this podcast has been to try to get an array of walks of life, points of views, things like that, families, and and try to get a, a nice little cross-section of how everyone is dealing with it in their own little social bubble. I thought Erin's perspective was a very important one to get for a number of reasons, especially when you find out what she does for a living. Uh, without any further ado, let's talk to Erin. Hello. Hi. Hi, Erin. Well, let's start off uh, with the question I ask everybody. What part of Kentuckiana do you call home? I live in Georgetown, Indiana. You live in Georgetown. Okay, cool. Uh, how are you feeling? Um, I mean, I'm good. I still have my days where, you know, just kind of weak and tired. You get real fatigued real easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing, you know, major. Let's, uh, let's try to go way, way back to, I don't know, what feels like decades ago, pre-pandemic. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Definitely. just, uh, Aaron, just give us uh, an example of what a, a typical day would have been like for you. Um, I mean, just a typical day for me would be we come in, we get all the paperwork together for, you know, the tax to run upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, we also put the holders together. Now, so we run. Now, what exactly, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, what exactly do you do for a living? If you don't mind. Uh, uh, I'm a cardiovascular tech. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we end up, you know, at least trying to be on the floors by 8 a.m. checking machines and doing all that. So, and then there's, you know, of course the holters that need to be taken off from the day before. Mm-hmm. So we have to go in these patients' rooms and take off their holters for them. So, and there's a, there was a lot of, of potential COVID patients, mm-hmm. which scares you just as bad as, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, ter- it's been terrifying. Like it's that's that's the only word I can use to describe it. Is it's been terrifying. So, well, let's uh, let's talk. Uh, let's take a step back a little bit from professional. What about uh, Aaron' personal life? Like, let's say in November before before the word pandemic was uh, was you know just sort of a word that we threw out there. You know, we someone had to look it up before. What was uh, what was it from start to finish? What was your typical day like as far as, you know, family, work, uh, that kind of thing? Well, and to be honest, and this is so horrible of me, mm-hmm. um, and I felt really bad about it, but it didn't really affect me in the beginning. Really? It really yeah, it really didn't. I wasn't taking it very seriously. I mean, we're the type of couple that we go out all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, if not both nights, at least one night during the weekend. Um and, you know, of course, you have built-in babysitters because I got two 15-year-olds. That works. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, we had a very active social life. And now we're just, you know, kind of just sitting in limbo and not really being able to do much of anything. Mm-hmm. So, but thank God for FaceTime and Skype and all that. Because, yeah. 
Yeah, it would be terrible. So, uh, so take me through sort of everything that happened. Um, so you're working, you're cardiovascular tech, obviously, you know, you're having to take precautions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you know that something was not right? Um, with that particular patient? Well, with you is, is what I was going to say. How did oh, you know that? It, yeah, with, yeah okay. like, so, um, with you, you know, um, because I know you're, you're, uh, unique in that you're the first person I've talked to that a has been in the medical field, but also B has, uh, contracted COVID-19. So there's right. a lot of different perspectives that I, that I, you know, uh, would like to try to get, um, but, but yeah, so take me through that first initial, like you kind of have an idea of, uh Oh, I'm not feeling well. What, what happened? Well, it, um, let's see here. I, it was a Sunday when it happened. Um, so I was off Monday and then Tuesday I kept telling people at work, I, I just really don't feel good. You know, something's, you know, something's not right. I just don't feel good. And I was kind of coughing and they were all laughing about it mm-hmm. and, you know, get the hand sanitizer, that kind of stuff. Now, what, uh, now around what time was that? Like, um, like, was that in March or? Uh, it, March was the day that it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then March 25th would have been the day my, pres- my symptoms present- okay. presented themselves. So you yeah. weren't, you didn't immediately think, oh no, I've got the Corona. You just thought, mm-hmm. eh, I'm not, I'm not feeling well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Um, but we, you know, we do have, um, Norton has an amazing, it is absolutely amazing line that you can call, report your symptoms and they talk to nurse practitioners, tell you what to do, you know, put you on furlough, that kind of stuff. And they have been awesome Mm -hmm. doing all that. So, but yeah, the, the 25th that night, I had taken a nap, which I normally do not do. I took a nap and I woke up. And my temperature was 103.9. So I was like, well, <laughs> wow, there's that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so then what did you do? Did you, you know, did you call, you called that hotline. Did you, did you try to get mm-hmm. tested? Like, uh, what, what kind of happened after that? I called the helpline at Norton because they have more availability to test than mm-hmm. I guess anybody else. So, um, I made a test with them. Um, and they called me back. They had the test on the 27th. I did. And then I had the results back the 29th. So it was, yeah, it was a quick turn. They said because it's healthcare workers mm-hmm. and if they are positive, it has to be immediately expedited so that they don't go around other, you know, patients and stuff. So, so what was that like when you got that positive test? I mean, you know, you said you, you weren't really taking things super seriously, but you know, you hear on the, on TV and the radio and the media and all that stuff about this. And now you have a positive test. What's going through your head? Definitely. I was scared to death. Like I, I know, you know, I'm young and you know, they say all that, Mm -hmm. but just you really you really don't know who how it's going to affect you because I do have a pacemaker um so I I wasn't sure how that would affect it or Mm -hmm. anything like that so it ended up being okay but um but yeah it was I mean as soon as they said it it was almost instantaneously for me that I got terrified so now uh so now you you've got the positive what is that 
what did you have to do? Did you get hospitalized? Were you home? I know you said you have uh, you have a husband and kids. How does that work out? Um, well, <clears throat> what happened was was I had had COVID for it was going on darn near three weeks, mm-hmm. and that was a lot. And so um, I was down, you know, for about three weeks, and then that Tuesday I was supposed to have a test to get my retest so I could come back to work. Mm-hmm. Well, I missed the test because I was in the ER because apparently I started suffering some, you know, neurological stuff wow. where I couldn't talk. I could, I could hear myself saying what I needed to say, but it wasn't coming out like period. So my husband took me to the immediate, you know, all the ICCs refused me. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't come see me, but he ended up taking me to the ER and, yeah, they but they ended up discharging me that night because of migraines. They said it was more likely caused by migraines. Mm-hmm. Um, but by ten o'clock the next morning, I was doing the exact same thing. My husband said I would just lay there and stare at the ceiling, and he'd have to snap his fingers, you know, a dozen wow. times because yeah, because now they're saying I'm having seizures at night. So wow. and we don't yeah we don't know if that's what caused it or or. I mean, we have no idea. Yeah. But, wow. Yeah. So that was pretty scary, too. And I just, I spent, um, let's see here, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the hospital. Wow. So you're, you're still kind of two steps forward, one step back kind of thing as far as recovering from this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you'd think that I would have a really great immune system working at the hospital. Yeah. But, I get sick for everything. It's just, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Now, uh, so you were quarantined at home. Um, Mm -hmm. Your your husband was there. Your kids were there. Did they just, were you just in a room and they left Um, you alone? Like, how did that work? Yeah, they um, say we have, you know, opposite ends of the house. They stayed on one end of the house and I stayed on the other end of the house. Um, but our, one of our girlfriends made masks, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they were able to actually step in the room for a few minutes. They were scared. They were too scared to really, but just to, you know, yeah. just to say hi and that kind of stuff. But you could tell they were scared. Yeah. Um, yeah. were they, uh, was your husband tested, um, your, your kids, was there any concern about, I mean, obviously you were showing symptoms and you were around other people was there any concern about them uh yeah you know what uh, they didn't and um my husband had another positive exposure too wow so i'm i'm really actually surprised that they didn't do that but they said the backlogs in floyd county indiana are just astronomical so heard. you wouldn't get, yeah you wouldn't get your results before it's already over yeah well, and he's got to and he's got to take care of you, and he's got to take care of the family. So I I don't know how much of that that would really have changed unless he physically went down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we've been we've been very fortunate. We're not, you know, we have such amazing friends. They've been, you know, provide. I didn't even know a meal train was a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody set up a meal train. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know what this is, but okay. Um, but yeah, it's definitely changed my perspective on, on things that happen at the hospital, especially, you know, 
cleaning up after yourselves and making sure you're taking those precautions, washing your hands and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So have you, you haven't, have you been able to go back to work yet or are you still <laughs> off because of all this? I'm, I'm still off because uh, my furlough date ended uh, last week and then Friday. Um, but since I was in the hospital, I've got to have one of those virtual hospital visits. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I've, like, I've recently, um, my insurance plan has kind of a, a, a phone thing that we've used, but I've heard this is a little bit more extended than that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. They, um, they went through everything, you know, very thoroughly. Um, and now, so my, now my next step is I have to go to the seizure clinic. So, mm. so yeah, yeah. So, so, so it sounds like it might be a bit before you can actually return to work. Yeah, I, I was hoping, I told my husband, I was like, I'm hoping by Monday, I'm hoping by Monday. And he's like, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. That is not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, it's wishful thinking. I hope, uh, you know, it, it'll all turn out okay. Every, everything happens for a reason. And yeah. I just think that it's, it's, you know, one of those things. You got to tough it out and bear it. Yeah, I uh, so I kind of followed along with you uh, on on Facebook as you know because I mean I imagine that a lot of this is you're just lying there with nothing to do and so oh, yeah. just following your posts, some of your frustrations um, and things like that. It's been uh, it's been definitely eye opening to just see it kind of firsthand. Yeah, yeah, it's just I I just I never thought in a million years out of fifteen thousand employees that work at Norton Healthcare. Only I think seventy five of us got it, so wow. that's like wow. yeah, that's an astronomical number that we should not have gotten that. So well, but, I think well, that that kind of goes to the uh, pervasiveness and just how um, how how contagious this uh, this disease is. Oh yeah, it's it's super highly contagious. It's I mean, you see people <laughs> the one pet peeve I had, I, I had went to an ICC and they wouldn't see me of course because I was COVID positive mm -hmm. um, they told me I had to leave but this girl comes out and she has a mask on, takes her mask off, opens the door rubs on her nose and then puts the mask back on <laughs> I was like the what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say that there uh, that there needs to be some education uh, yes. for the general public about uh, PPE and how to wear it. And if you're going to wear gloves, which I've heard, I've read several sources that say, you know, when you go out wearing gloves is not actually beneficial. But, you know, knowing how to take them off without defeating the entire purpose of wearing gloves exactly. in the first place. It's a learning yeah. curve. It's not like just, hey, slap a mask on and all of a sudden you're protected. It's it's a lot. Yeah, it definitely is. And it's, this has been so stressful. We've been trying to plan our 20-year high school reunion this year, and I'm just up to my neck and all of it. Mm -hmm. You'd think I would have gotten stuff done while I was sick. But I think I you did. have a good excuse. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't touch not a thing. <laughs> uh, so Sarah was on the podcast earlier, and she was telling me I your name had come up uh, after we had done recording, just in conversation. And she she told me she's like, oh yeah, we're planning our our high school reunion right now when all this happened, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was luckily though we got um, sponsors beforehand, like before all this hit the fan, mm -hmm. we were able to get sponsors. So now we're just kind of waiting on. You know who's going to bounce back from 
from all this and then yeah. we'll start asking again. <laughs> yeah. So I have just a, just a few questions for you, uh, for you, Aaron, and then, uh, and then I'll let you get back to, uh, to, you know, trying to live your life. <laughs> um, what would you say the biggest thing you feel like you've lost or been cheated out of during, uh, during the entire thing? And it can be just, it could be, you know, because you caught COVID or it could be from all of the precautions that are being taken for social distancing. Do you, what's the biggest thing you feel like you've been cheated out of? Oh my God, definitely hands down kissing my family, hugging my family, mm -hmm. just making sure that, you know, because that physical touch isn't there, you can't touch you whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So it's, that was definitely, definitely what I missed the most. Uh, what's the biggest thing you think you've gained from all of this? Uh, a better insight to take things a little bit more seriously the first time around. Yeah. Um, just the... You know, they don't throw words around like pandemic and stuff like that without it being a plausible scenario. Mm -hmm. So I need to remind myself and stay conscious of that, that it, I mean, it can really happen. So, Do you think that since you are uh, a healthcare worker, since you're medically trained, that that might have contributed to you kind of downplaying it in your mind? A little bit. Could, yeah, it could have. It could have. And I definitely, um, there was a meme posted of, uh, it was a bunch of people looking at a COVID patient's room and they weren't scared at all, but the next room over was bed bugs. So everybody <laughs> was starved up for the bed bugs. <laughs> so yeah. I had to, I had to about that. I was like, oh my God. Well, I mean, that's, you can see bed bugs and, you know, we're, we're, that's the devil, you know, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So I've been calling, um, the, uh, basically your home, whoever you're social distancing with or quarantining yourself with your bubble. So who do all do you share uh, that bubble with? Who's allowed to come in and out of that? Um, I've got my husband and my three boys, of course. Um, and then everybody in my family, all my brothers and sisters, my parents, everybody live within five minutes of each other. So we usually try to just go out at night, and, you know, honk the horn and yeah. you know, make sure they know we're thinking about them and that kind of stuff. So That's important. We, um, uh, my wife and I, we just, uh, we just had our second, uh, child and, uh, my, uh, the grandparents haven't even held him yet and it's killing them. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's hard. That was one of the hardest things I had to go through. That's when I finally, it took me a minute. It took me a minute to break down, but I finally ended up crying and just mm -hmm. wouldn't stop. So, yeah. So I, was, you, you posted a picture and I think, I think it was the, one of the first times where you were allowed to hug your family. And I almost broke down from, from that picture because that, I thought that was the sweetest thing. And I can't even imagine. Oh, he, he is. He is so tenderhearted and it really hurt him because they couldn't talk to me because I couldn't talk. Mm -hmm. And then I, I couldn't talk at the hospital. I was having troubles with that. And then, you know, of course, there's no visitors in the hospital, so nobody could come see me. So they didn't understand. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's been a rough roller coaster. That, and that is the best analogy is, is a roller coaster. Yeah. So, uh, now, what is the first thing you're going to do post-pandemic? You know, you get a clean bill of health. They lift the social restrictions. What's the first thing you're doing? I am going to tumbleweed and having a 25-ounce <laughs> margarita that, 
they are huge. They're bigger than my head. I'm totally getting one where, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, okay, well, I was going to say, what was the what's the first selfish thing you're going to do post-pandemic? But that totally <laughs> falls in that category, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. They can go hand in hand. Well, here's the selfish thing. I can uh, put my husband up in a hotel, and he can deal with them in a hotel. <laughs> we'll just after party here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he would love that. <laughs> Um, Hey, that's, you know what? That's totally fine. We're all dealing with this in different ways. And, uh, yeah. Uh, what, uh, what show have you been, uh, have you been binging? Cause you've been, you've been kind of up and down. Have you gotten into a show or anything like that? You know what? The weirdest thing I'm like a huge ID, you know, channel junkie and I have not watched it. Not even, I'd say maybe two or three episodes in the four weeks. Because all you do is lay here, yeah. You you lay here and you're too exhausted mm-hmm. to even change the channel on those. So it, it really gets you. And people are like, oh, well, it's just the flu. No, it's I've had yeah. the flu, and this is nothing like the flu. Wow. Okay. So, all right. Well, uh, I recommend uh, if you want to, if you want a little crazy that has nothing to do with the pandemic, uh, Tiger King uh, is quite crazy. So if you want to jump on that bandwagon. I heard that. Actually, I was thinking, I was talking to my husband about that tonight. I think I am going to start that. Uh, three, but if you don't get it before episode three, wait till episode three, and then you're like, "Well, crap! All right, I got to finish this story." <laughs> Binge watch it all night. I don't have anything to do tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. uh, throughout all of this, what's something you've learned about your husband that you uh, that you didn't know before? Oh God! Well, I always knew he was, you know, selfless. You know. But he has anything I needed. I I just, you know, he'll have left the room and I'm hollering at him to come back. And he's Johnny on the spot right back where he needed to be, you know. And just, he's just really been teaching our boys that that's really important when somebody's sick and all that and they can't do for themselves. So he, they've really instilled that in him this week. And I'm, I'm actually very proud of them. Oh, well, that's, that's awesome. And, and, you know, he, he wins husband of the year awards. So he gets that for, he gets that. Goal yes. For him. yes, he does. <laughs> uh, and lastly, Aaron, uh, now as someone who has, uh, who works in the medical field and has, uh, contracted COVID-19, what would you say to anybody out there right now listening to this? Um, it can be how it's impacted advice, whatever. What would you say to them? I would just say, but practice common sense. You know, you wouldn't want to eat an orange that, you know, somebody picked up with their hands and, you know, God only knows what was on their hands that sneezed all over it, too. I mean, you just got to, you got to be really vigilant and just make sure you're keeping your six feet, your social distancing, because it is important. It really, really is. Well, Aaron, uh, I appreciate you uh, taking some time. I know uh, I know you seem to have had a lot of time, but it's not been uh, time for doing what you've wanted. It's been I know, right? <laughs> time to, to try to heal and to recover. So I appreciate you taking some of that out uh, to talk to me. It means a lot. And, and I tell you what, I learned quite a bit uh, just from, from your journey. So I hope, perfect, it, perfect. I hope it continues on a very positive note. Uh, Me too. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I know those setbacks uh, can be uh, just as mentally frazzling as they can be physically. 
Definitely. And I think that's a lot of where my anxiety comes from is that I'm scared that I'm going to, you know, it's going to happen again. So Uh that's kind of, that's kind of nerve wracking, but what are you going to do? I mean, we can all, we can all only do what we can. We can take things seriously. And you know, if things happen, you just, you deal with them when they happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. Well, again, thank you very much. Uh, and I, like I said, I really appreciate you taking time. I was going to ask you a couple of weeks earlier, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to wait till she's feeling better. (laughs) Good call. Good call. Strong work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to, I just want to see how she does with all this. So, but uh, but again, thank you. And, uh, if I see you out, I will, uh, that, that margarita will be on me. Okay. (laughs) thank you very much (laughs) so thank you again Erin for sharing your story I know it's been a crazy uh, few weeks for her so uh, I I had asked her uh, you know a little while ago and uh, I wanted to make sure that she was doing all right before she (laughs) agreed to talk to me so I appreciate Erin telling her story if you'd like to share your story or any feedback with me you can find me in a couple of different ways you can email us at quarantinedinkentuckiana at gmail.com uh, you can also find me on social media just search for Jesse Rass J-E-S-S-E-R-A-S Facebook Twitter Instagram you can even probably find me on TikTok pretty sure I'm still on Snapchat all of that fun stuff until next time please take care of each other Uh, Do what you feel you need to do to keep your family, your social bubble safe. And uh, until next time, see you guys.